listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another Once Upon a Time episode for season one, episode nineteen, titled "The Return." But before we do anything, allow me to introduce everyone. I'm your host, Jason Parsley, and here with me is Michael Rothman. And we do have a special guest tonight, former child star, Lisa Lucas of The House Without a Christmas Tree. Hi, I'm Lisa. Thank you for joining us tonight. Before we start the show, we want to encourage all of our listeners to please go to iTunes and tell us what you think about our show, whether you love it, or hate it, we always appreciate comments. We can take it. Come on. Yes, we can take it. Uh, We have a very polarizing show. We know some of you guys love it. Some of you guys, uh, you know, on the other side. But uh, whether you like our show or not, check us out. Check out other AfterBuzz TV shows also. And uh, get on the – everyone's listening, so you guys got to get on and listen too. Even if you don't like ours, you may like someone else's. Sometimes the comments are just as amusing as the show. The comments are just as amusing as the show. Okay, with that, I'm going to jump into our summary for this evening. Mr. Gold attempts to uncover August, who, as we know, is the mysterious stranger, tries to find out his true identity, while Emma confronts Regina about her involvement in Catherine's disappearance, and David attempts to reconcile with Mary Margaret while in while in the fairy tale world, the show focuses on Rumpel's backstory and his attempt to transform back into a human and restart living a normal life with his son, Bellfire. So, overall thoughts, Mike? Good episode. Very, very good episode. Uh, had a couple twists and turns. I think midway, we, a lot of us thought we had some kind of revelation there when we thought uh, August was Rumpel's son. I was taken down a notch when we found out he was not his son. Lisa? Well, actually, I was really impressed because Mike, I think five minutes into it, finally said, oh, it's Rumpel's son. That's who the mystery man is. And I was, I was like, ah. And then later when we found out, when he said, hey, Papa, I was like, oh, my God, Mike called it again. And then you were unimpressed once we found out that he wasn't? Well, I'm still not quite sure on that. So... I really enjoyed the episode. It was a lot of twists and turns. Not much Mm -hmm. action per se, but it was a lot of um, backstory. And this is a lot of the um, fairy tale world came into the real world tonight. A lot of it. um, I mean, there's no denying it. Now, obviously, a third person definitely knows. You know. (laughs) No, I was counting. It's up to five now. Yeah. Five. Okay. Um, 
but this mysterious stranger who is not Rumpel's son, who I believe is uh, Pinocchio. Uh, he what? That's a premature, premature predictionality. Okay, well, we'll pretend he didn't say that. We'll get back to that later. Uh, Sorry, I was so excited I couldn't wait. <laughs> well, so, you might see a doctor for that. So, favorite moments? Uh, Mike? No, you start, Jason. Yeah, yeah, it's better if you start with your favorite moment because ours are tied into each other. My favorite moment was when, he, when um, the mysterious stranger said, Papa, and I was like, wow, there it is, there it is. And me being the uh, person who loves to be taken down a notch at all turns, so I like to get my ego squashed left and right. I like the moment where we found out it was kind of cheesy when he was like, I command the dark one, but when we found out he wasn't the son, I was like, okay, fine. I am not the genius I thought I was. And as a woman, I got to say, I just live for the cat fights. So when Emma says to Regina, you are a sociopath lady, oh boy, did I love that. <laughs> also, I love the moment when uh, Rumpel turned the man into a snail <laughs> and then crushed him. I'm like, a snail would be bad enough, but he had to just take that extra step and crush. I also was a little bit as sick as it may sound. I mean, I, when he went into the cabin in the woods and they asked him, what's on your foot? You know, he had blood stains on his boots, obviously. And he basically just kind of flippantly said, oh, I had to kill the maid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was kind of like, oh, I had to pick up some milk and some cheese and oh, oh and I killed the maid. <laughs> because I think that, that showed that how... How ruthless. How ruthless and, 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 and not human. Right. He just had no emotions anymore. He could care less. So should we get into uh, letting people know about our new affiliation? Yes, it's so exciting. We're now affiliated with Amazon.com. So if you want to get anything through Amazon, if you go to Amazon.com, you will see, actually, we have our own banner. You go to AfterBuzzTV.com. And you'll see a banner for Amazon.com on our site. So we have our own Amazon.com banner that you can click on. If you want to do any purchasing, you can actually get episodes of um, Once Upon a Time and uh, all your other favorite shows. You lost. You can get the whole season. <laughs> yes, that's so right, you guys. Please, th thank, please. thank you so so much. This is Ronnie in the LA studio. I just wanted to, you know, talk upon what you're speaking on. You you guys do a great after show for Once Upon a Time, and it is our newest thing that we have around these studios, which is our affiliate program with Amazon. And you make a good point. Go to go pick up DVD season one of Lost. Pick up all these shows. But when you're going to go to Amazon and make a purchase anyway, do it through our site on AfterBuzzTV.com. Go to the banner that is on the top. top right side by doing that you kind of help us out we get a percentage of that and obviously you know the la studios we got studio a studio b we got great hosts that we uh you know get sent in from florida or whatnot so we definitely appreciate that so for all of our listeners that is what we hope for is you make your amazon purchases through our website and uh you guys are doing a great after show you're really drawing me into once upon a time which i've never seen before but sounds good oh, i hope you start watching oh you guys are convincing <laughs> no it's I, I i didn't know about the show but you guys are you're drawing me in I'm good, good job guys <laughs> <laughs> good job ronnie. ronnie well said well speaking of what ronnie just said i have to say two of my other friends who um just started watching the show actually because i i, I do this show every week um they were so um intrigued by it they went back started watching all the uh, you know first episodes and they've caught up now and they just they get hooked they love it and this is one of those shows if you haven't um 
started watching, tell your friends about it and tell your friends about us. It is the lost for the family pretty much. Sucks you in and you get uh, like absolutely um, absorbed into the show and can't stop watching. I absolutely agree. I, I, I love the show and I was but it's a little so, easier to get to step into than it would be lost. A lot easier. Yeah. And I'm ex- um, I have to say I've really um, been a little you know disappointed the past two weeks because the show was off and we're we had a little hiatus there. Yeah, so. it's kind of like withdrawals. We're you having just, once upon a time with us. us. You well, were not yeah. Of course, I missed my two. We had nothing to fight about. My two wonderful <laughs> co-hosts, but I I did miss the show too. Uh, so talking points. Uh, Mike is once is is just eager to jump into the really? talking point. Let's go, Mike. Fever. Talking, talking point. Fever. The first one I wanted to bring up was kind of like the really exclamation point question mark exclamation point moment of the show. Uh, the queen thinks Rumpel's her ally, and she was surprised when Rumpel betrayed her. I mean, I can't say any better. Really, she. Uh, so when she found out that Rumpel did not kill Catherine. She was kind of appalled, and she looked a little hurt that Rumpel wasn't her best bud. Anybody? Yeah, I, I mean, she should know Rumpel well enough now that he's not on anyone's side. He's not friends with anyone. He has his own agenda. It's clear, though, after seeing tonight's episode, he, he has, does have some emotions. So the one thing he does care about is his son. So I think we're going to find out later that um, that's his agenda. His agenda is to, to reconnect with his son. We, I mean, we found out a lot tonight. Well, yeah, we, we found out because the curse was created for him to find his son in the real world. The genesis of the curse. Now we know why the curse you know, came to be and why Rumpelstiltskin is the one who possessed it. But I think just on, on the point of the kind of overview of the episode, um, I had been reading something about from Jane Epson, one of the writers, and she said that they wanted to concentrate on the relationships, the father-son relationship in both worlds between Rumpel and his son. So whether or not this mysterious stranger is his son or not, which we're really not sure of in this world, we never know. But um, they did kind of go into the, how they took divergent paths and they went separate ways and how they tried, one tried to repair, the other one I think that actually Rumpelstiltskin did. You've been reading Entertainment Weekly, by the way. Yes, I have. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of um, the the mother the mother child or father child relationships. That, that's what the whole story right. is all about. Whether it's Snow White and her daughter, or Henry and Emma, or Henry and Regina, or now Rumpel and his son. It's like they got that whole um, maternal paternal um, relationships. That's like the whole show. And it's just so funny that it carries on. It, in in a way in real life in our in outside of show business in the show in real life it carries on generation to generation the same kind of patterns repeat themselves so in a sense it's kind of like the the fairy tale world and the real world are different generations of the same relationships and so they're both carrying carrying on in the same fashion you know they're both having the same family dynamic yes it's a great i think that's a great segue to the next point that's kind of similar with the father son relationship if we're going to talk about the mysterious stranger, um, we find out he's sick. We, we started off the show seeing there was something wrong with him. It was kind of awkward. He was like fumbling out of bed. And I know you guys have your crazy prediction about who he is, uh, which will come up later. Uh, but yeah, the, the, you know, he faked. We're, we're assuming he pretended to be Rumpel's son to control him, to heal himself. And obviously there's no magic in the real world, so that, that didn't come to fruition. But um, 
What did you guys think about that? That relationship was pretty interesting. A lot of turns, twists and turns with, you know, August, the stranger and Mr. Gold. Well, I think this leaves open for um, Rumpel's real son to to return or to appear to the show. I think that um, by the mysterious stranger not being Rumpel's son. I'm not sure that's necessarily true, though. That was my prediction for later. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think it is. I, I, I absolutely. I think it is true. Listen, because he's not he's not Rumpel's son because, as Rumpel said, my son would know that there's no magic in this world. Because remember, there's a slight possibility that he's. Well, there is, I guess, always that part in this show. You never, you never. A lot in this show. Yeah, and and ever and never nothing is ever as it seems. Just like when Regina thought that Rumpel was helping her, uh, you know, Regina kind of made her own uh, assumptions from their deal or conversation, such as. Um, Rumpel said something tragic would happen to Catherine, and something tragic did, but it wasn't death. And Regina said, thought, you know, assumed that meant that Catherine would die. Mm-hmm. So you have to listen to Rumpel's words very, everyone's very carefully. Words, yeah, everyone's words. Very- Speaking of helping Regina, uh, let's talk about Sydney. Oh my God! Let's uh, talk about Sydney. Okay, request into ABC. Please stop Sydney. Sydney. Kill him off. Please put us out of his misery. As a former child actress, Lisa, oh, what do you how do you, what do you have to say about his acting abilities? Oh my God! The casting director must have been on acid that day. I don't know what's going on. He is just. Uh, I'm sorry. I know that every actor out there is struggling and tries their best, and it's you know. And maybe he will do well in another role, but not this one. Perhaps it's just, you know, like they say in American Idol, this wasn't your time. Ta- you have a great voice, but this was a bad song choice. This is just a bad role choice for Sydney. I think, I think he did well, actually, when he's in the mirror. I think he does better. Yeah, I love him when he's in the fantasy world. When in the just, mirror. In the, but in, the, in the, mirror. the real world, he is so stiff and so... And it, but even in the fantasy world, as a fairy tale world, as, as the genie, I didn't like him then. I only like him when he's oh, actually... He's terrible as a genie. By the way, by the way we're going to plug in who we haven't... We didn't really say who he was. Um, Gian, because it's so, hard, it's so hard to pronounce. Giancarlo. Giancarlo Esposito plays Sidney Glass. Um, and he's been on Bones and some other shows. But he really is... Just, I think it's a character. He's so annoying in the show. And every time... Uh, and just, I don't believe a word. Well, he's just he like says. a beaten puppy dog in love with the queen. He's just yeah, kill him off. In the acting world, when we recall this, when you when you get taken out of, out to the fourth wall, when when we can when the fourth wall is broken and and somebody is so so blatantly out of out of character and is forcing their acting and they're they're not listening. You can tell when an actor's not listening because they're not reacting. And the best scene, just to throw this in out of left field, one of the best scenes ever is in Glengarry Glen Ross when Al Pacino is sitting at a desk with Jack Lemmon and Jack Lemmon talks for 20 minutes and Al Pacino doesn't say a word but his expressions and his eyes and he's listening is one of the best acting performances I've ever seen so you, it's just you can tell when someone's not listening and not interacting with the other actors and I just don't feel he's connecting in this part and the point is um, kill him off well we should add on the fact that at the end of the show again the character just mo- Adding to our annoyance, uh, Sydney confesses to kidnapping Catherine it was so in bad. such a wussy way, and he's just so contrived, and it was so obvious that he was lying. Well, I, th- I think that was For what it was Regina. supposed to be. I think it was no, supposed yeah, to be obvious. I think the character's annoying. I mean, I, I'm, look, 
wait, 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 wait. We've got to I talk think, about this because I think Emma is not stupid enough to buy. You know, right now they have we her buying. We saw she, she, she confronted the queen. It. Yeah, she didn't buy it. Remember, she said, you're a psychopath. Oh, right. Come right. on, that was your favorite moment of the show. Right, no, but in the beginning, she starts to believe him, you know, for a bit there when he's explaining that he did it. And finally, Emma comes around. I'm saying she can't be this stupid. And finally, she goes, oh, all right, this is bull. Well, I think she knows that she, from the beginning, she thought Regina, she knows Regina had something to do with it. And she um, obviously is right about that. Regina, it's all about Regina. But, um Clearly, during the show, we did see, the reason Sydney's doing this is because he's in love with Regina, and in the fairy tale world, he's also in love with the evil queen. I'm not sure he's in love with her. I think he's subservient he's to her, bewitched. and I think he's he's he is bewitched is a good word, in this, certainly in this show. <laughs> no pun intended. Bewitched. No, I think he's just under her spell. I think. Literally. I think the one of the last thing. Well, one of the last things we should talk about, obviously, is. The combining of the stories in this one, where <laughs> we saw, I think, about five fairy tales in one. Um, the fa- blue fairy came back. The blue fairy gave a bean to uh, to Rumple's son to get them away from the magic world. So that which, way. But we're not sure what that bean was intended to do. Which obviously makes you immediately think to Jack and the Beanstalk right, with the magic yet, bean. Yet we didn't see a, a beanstalk. But it's more like a, a green quicksand. Well, well, this is a, t- a take on the beanstalk right. idea. Obviously, they twist it, you know, in this show. We were imagining when we saw the bean that the stalk would grow and they would climb up and he'd be calling to his father, come on, let's go, let's go to the next level and the next world and get out of here. But this makes more sense. It's more dramatic, yeah. He now has disappeared into the earth. And obviously, Rumpel chose to stay in the, in the fairy tale world rather than follow his son. And immediately once his son goes down the hole, he regrets it. And I'm putting an asterisk on that comment for my prediction, so I'll refer back to okay, that later. Okay. So yeah, he regrets it, and he is just, that's why the curse was created. We, we said it earlier, was to get Rumple to the real world to, to chase his son. Or and to, get back I, to his they son. don't know the real world, to another world. To our world. Well, but the they, story don't know. they don't know that. They just know they're going to another world. Okay. Well, why couldn't, I guess this will be answered later, why couldn't just Rumple, um, Unleash the curse himself. Why did he need the evil queen to unleash it? Well, we saw that Rugorb or whatever the blue fairy's name is. We saw her say that was very difficult to understand. Rugorb, Ruborn, Rugor, something. Um, But we saw her say to him point blank that a curse like that is out of your realm. You can't do that. You don't have enough power. You need to unite and make an ally. Almost, I feel like I'm watching like an MTV like challenge show. You need to make an alliance. And to, to be able to, to do that with the queen, to get there. I'm mad that you mentioned the blue fairy, which is what they refer to her as, as well, whatever that... It's Rugorp. Rugorp. She ruled the night. Right. Um, she's also, in the real world, she's the nun, which is now explained, as we were discussing earlier, why the head nun, which is why he has such hatred and he's going to raise the rent and he's giving them such a hard time and they had to do the candle sale and all that last time. She's also the blue fairy with the boobs out all the time, which oh. is... Oh, I didn't notice that. Seriously? Really, Mike? Where are you looking? They're like triple Ds. What, did, 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 did you guys... <laughs> no, that is not sponsored by Bing.com, by the way. No, did you guys think... Like, or Amazon. I, I just kept thinking in my mind, like, all these people... Um, Jimmy Cricket, um, Dr. Like, Hopper, Dr. Hopper said, and the nun both said, oh, are you here for the rent? And I just kept thinking, for the guy in New York, the, the rent is too damn high. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, that was All just right. random thought. Whatever. Back I on track. The villain, when you have to put the villain, I can't pay the rent, but I'll pay the rent. <laughs> An old comic routine. So, any more points, Jason, or should we swing it over to commercial? I was just going to say that there's been very little this episode. They kind of, I could have done without Catherine and Mary Margaret at all. I mean, to see them walking on the street trying to get him to, her to forgive him was kind of, a little puppy doggish and a little pathetic. <laughs> but that's, that's how they always seem to do it. I know, but it, we know? didn't need them. You know, you, you add them it seems every like they kind episode. of threw them in there for a few minutes, a few seconds, and um, they didn't complete that plot point at all. They do that all the time, though. It seems yeah. like with those two characters, they always try to throw them in at least for a few seconds just to show, hey, we're and still this here. this another episode where Regina was barely in it. But when she was, she did yep. have a powerful effect. Right. When the, the moments that she was in it, she made a, a lasting impression. It's just funny because it seems like Regina's always in it. Even if she's not, her physical presence isn't in the scene or in the frame. You just, always, something's always related to her somehow. The well, scene ha- she's the right. queen. So it's almost, so it she doesn't does. even have to be there physically to have her presence be known. We in, feel you, Regina, no matter what we feel you. Even within the TV screen, you know, <laughs> we still feel her presence. I agree. So that brings us to our commercial break, after which we'll talk a little bit about news and predictions. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Well, we're back, guys, and we got a little bit of news to keep you guys excited for future episodes coming up. Um, After Buzz TV News. Uh, Examiner.com, always bringing the best of Once Upon a Time's future. We get a look at, we only have three episodes left at the end of the season, and all the talk, EW, we talked about the interview with uh, Jane Espenson, who is one of the writers. Um, all the talk is that the season finale is going to be bonkers and it's going to be encompassing and cover I read that article, covering everything and it wraps up everything you want to wrap up which I will bring into my predictions later on Examiner also had a little tidbit to talk about the I'm going to have a hard time saying it the pen, Pentinulum episode which is, means the second to last Pentultimate, there you go means the second to last episode of a season which Wait, is, let Lisa say that again Thank you. Thank you. I, I uh, blob my words when I say that. But the penultimate, wait, say it again. Penultimate. Episode is uh, Apple Red is Blood, which 
obviously, from the name, we get to see the poisonous apple that's so famous in Snow White. But we also get to see Red Riding Hood. Dr. Hopper comes back. And apparently it's going to set up the season finale like no other. Say one more time. She's penultimate. <laughs> but she also said, um, she said that it was the biggest finale that she's ever been a part of. And it's going to be very satisfying. And she says, it's, this is the finale to end all finales. Yeah, I love that quote. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, three more weeks. I think it's going to really ramp up. We're not seeing a lot of uh, spoilers because I think they're keeping tight-lipped. So as always... I just want to, just as being in the business, as a child actress, um, when a writer says something like that, that's a pretty big deal because then they have to live up to that. You know, they're not going to say that. And then having known that they wrote the the finale of all finales, you're not going to say that and and uh, give a prediction of that nature if you don't really think it's good. I know Jason was talking about Lost, which is obviously with the similar writers, they always killed off a main character in the finale, so we could expect something huge like that. I think Emma. Emma will die. Oh, what? Get out of here. Jeez. Uh, somebody, although I would say, let's just take a guess, guys. Just for, uh, not predictions, but just, if you had to pick one person that you're going to kill off. Sydney. No, I'm serious. <laughs> please. We wish. We ABC, wish. please, kill Sydney. Okay, well, no, forget other than Sydney. Okay, pick one main character you think might get killed off. Dr. Hopper. Dr. Hopper? Jimmy okay. Cricket. Uh, I'm going to say the mystery man since he's already sick. Catherine? What do you mean? You said Dr. Hopper. That's Jimmy Cricket. That's a main character. The Catherine's what, like some some random queen from a different level? Well, it's not Regina, Gold, or Emma, or Henry. No, but you know what? One of them may die. We just saw Mr. Gold talking with Dr. Hopper. Who's to say in the finale, he doesn't confide in him and blow up on him, and Mr. Gold kills Dr. Hopper. There's a prediction for your ass. Evil Evil queen dies. And next, see, and next, then what happens? Next, her mother comes back. No, her, maybe her mother, or maybe Malthus, Mal, Maleficent. Maleficent. Well, yeah. apparently, well, we didn't mention that in news. That from what I gathered in my little bit of research, Belle and Maleficent are coming back next season. I know, because I think she may be the new villain. Ooh, Evil okay. Queen dies. All right, Captain Jack Sparrow drops in and dies in the season <laughs> finale. Also. Johnny Depp signed on to do Once Upon a Time. Yeah, if they can do Alice in Wonderland. Oh, he'll come in as, as Barnaby from Dark Shadows. <laughs> so, Jason, predictions? Barnabas. Let's go. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Well... Welcome to predictions. Who, Lisa? What's your prediction? All right, this is going to sound weird. Hello, uh, but uh, I think that this, when Bay goes in, uh, Rumpelstiltskin's son goes into the earth, that he's going to become a tree. He's going to grow into a tree, not a not Jack and the Beanstalk, Jack and the tree, Bay and the tree, and that then Geppetto is going to be cut from that tree. So No, not Geppetto. Geppetto cuts I mean, the I mean, tree. I mean, Pinocchio is going to be cut from that tree. Geppetto is going to cut Pinocchio out of that tree. Which leads me to my prediction of the mysterious stranger is Pinocchio, but has nothing to do with the sun, Rumpel's son, Bay. Okay. okay. 
Rumpel in the season finale is going to find his son, who turns out to be Rick Santorum. And the <laughs> two of them go across the country, and they win the election for the 2012 president. Thank you very much. Yay. Yeah, whatever. Okay, okay come on. Yeah, it's not a real prediction. I think Rumpel's son is a doctor. I Cricket? No, the doctor, the doctor, doctor at the hospital. Who he played a very supportive role. So, well, that's maybe. That's our show, guys. Thank you very much. And once again, this is Jason Parsley, your host, along with Mike Rothman and former child actress Lisa Lucas of One House Without a Christmas Tree. AfterBuzz.com, and you click on Amazon, you can get all of my old movies. That is true. House without a Christmas tree. And also, also, please, please um, go to iTunes. Leave us comments, good or bad. We have thick skin. We just like to hear from our fans and our haters. We want to know you're listening. Yes, please. iTunes, comments, good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, Buzz. be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later? <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.